0: Use your employment rights to put your employer on notice that you have a right to be treated fairly and respectfully at work. You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there, for the last two episodes we've been looking at how your employer might behave when seeking to change your contract of employment without your agreement. This week we look at what steps you can take if contract changes are forced on you and if you lose your job what employment rights you have to challenge your employer's behaviour. Contract changes that might be forced on you might include things like changing your hours or shift patterns, changing your job role or job description, reducing your pay rate, reducing paid holiday and sick pay that you get on top of statutory entitlements, increasing the notice period you have to give if you want to leave your job or changing your work location. If your employer tries to force changes on you and you are unhappy about the changes and you don't want to accept the changes, here are the seven actions that you can take to register your unhappiness. The first thing you must do is to tell your employer you don't agree to the change. It's best to do this in writing by email so that when you contact your employer, You have proof that you have made that contact and you have put your employer on notice about your feelings regarding the contract change. The second thing you have to do is to tell your employer in your email that you are working under protest until the problem is resolved. By adopting this position, you are showing your employer that you haven't accepted the change but you are willing to work and try and sort things out. It's important to let your employer know your position as soon as you know about the forced changes. If you don't let your employer know straight away and you carry on working as normal, it might mean that you could be seen as having agreed to the changes. The third thing you have to do is to make it clear to your employer that you won't accept the change. If your employer hasn't given you any notice about the changes or hasn't consulted you in any way, you should mention this in your letter or your email. This is to ensure you are clear that the contract changes have been imposed on you without your knowledge or without your agreement. You should also ask about the reasons for the change and if possible, suggest other ways of doing things that could meet your employer's needs without causing a problem for you. The key point here is that if you want to keep working, your letter or email should say that you are working under protest and those words under protest are important. You should say that you will keep working under protest until you have come to an agreement with your employer about how to resolve the problem of the contract change. The fourth thing you have to do is to try to come to that agreement. You need to try to sort things out as quickly as possible because if the situation is allowed to drag on and you carry on working, legally it could be taken to mean that you have agreed the change even if you have remained working under protest. The other thing about notifying your employer and trying to get things resolved quickly is that everything you do should be documented so that this could be used as evidence if you need to make a complaint against your employer or bring a claim to an employment tribunal and the next three actions are related to this. So the next actions involve you bringing a case to an employment tribunal to seek remedy for forced contract changes. The fifth action is really a point to note if the change to your contract of employment might be discriminatory. For example, if you're disabled and your employer changes your work location or any other aspect of your job, and it causes a problem for you connected to your disability, that change to your contract might be an act of discrimination. If you think you might have been discriminated against, you may be protected under the Equality Act 2010. The Equality Act says you cannot be treated unfairly or differently If that treatment is connected to your protected characteristic status and you will remember from previous podcasts that there are nine protected characteristics where the same rules apply and the characteristics are age, disability, gender reassignment, marriage and civil partnership, pregnancy and maternity, race, religion or belief, sex and sexual orientation. And you cannot be treated differently or unfairly if that treatment impacts on your protected characteristic status or that treatment is because you belong to a group where you have a protected characteristic status. Again, if you're thinking about making a discrimination claim, you should still tell your employer you are working under protest and then begin your action via your employer's complaints procedure. And you do this by lodging a grievance. Unless things at work are really bad, an employment tribunal will expect you to give your employer a chance to put the problem right. And you would do this by making a complaint. Point to note here, however, is that you only have a certain amount of time to bring your claim to a tribunal. If you miss this window of time, even if your employer has behaved badly or illegally, you will not be able to bring your complaint to a tribunal. You must therefore lodge your complaint with a tribunal within three months minus one day of the date of the incident. So it's a good idea to lodge your complaint at work and then speak to ACAS to get your ACAS certificate to go to tribunal because that registers your claim and then once you've registered your claim with ACAS you'll be given an ACAS certificate and once you have your certificate you will have one calendar month from the date you receive your certificate to bring your complaint to an employment tribunal so in that final month after you've received your certificate That can be a month where you can evidence to a tribunal everything that you have done to try and resolve the complaint, but you must lodge that complaint with the tribunal within that window of time. The sixth action is also a point to note because if your employer forces a reduced pay rate on you, you might be able to make a claim for unauthorised deduction from your wages if the contract change isn't covered by a variation clause. And remember, we spoke about the variation clause in episode 205 of this podcast. So you can go back and re-listen to that one. If you're thinking of claiming for unauthorised deductions from your wages, you should still tell your employer you're working under protest and then follow the same steps as point five for making a complaint with your employer and bringing a complaint to an employment tribunal after first going via ACAS. And we'll put an ACAS link in the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this episode. The seventh and final action is also a point to note because if your employer says you will be dismissed because you won't agree to the change and your employer either dismisses you or dismisses you and then offers you a new job with new terms and you refuse that new job and you are dismissed or you decide to leave your job because you feel you have no other choice, If any of these scenarios happen and you have been in your job for two years, you might be able to claim constructive dismissal, unfair dismissal or take other legal action against your employer. Now, these actions can be very complicated, but you have that option only if you have worked for the same employer for two years or more. If however you have been working for the same employer for less than two years you will still be able to claim for unlawful deductions from your wages because of the reduction in pay that has been imposed on you and you might still be able to make a claim for breach of contract to an employment tribunal but you will not be able to make any claims for unfair dismissal or constructive dismissal. Now if you want to bring a breach of contract claim against your employer this type of claim can be complicated. So in next week's episode which will be the last episode in this mini-series we'll go through the things you need to have in mind when you are making a breach of contract claim. So remember to listen in for that episode. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are that If you are forced to accept contract changes, you must let your employer know as soon as possible that whilst you are still working, you do not agree with the contract changes and you are working under protest until the matter is resolved. It's important, however, to resolve matters as quickly as possible so that you cannot be accused of having accepted the contract changes because you carried on working for a long period of time after the changes were imposed on you. As usual, if you need help with anything related to contracts of employment or contract changes or help with any other employment rights matter you may have, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. And if you would like to book a consultation with us to look at bullying or abuse, which you may be suffering at work, or any other employment rights concern you may have, you can email us at employmentrightsonline@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can go directly to our consultations booking page using the consultations link, which is also in the show notes. Finally, remember you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your family, friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify if you enjoy our podcasts. Until next week, have the most informative Employment Rights Week that you can. Bye for now.